0: honor and the praise Lord and we say speak to us speak to us this morning Lord speak to our spirit man God Lord challenge even the flesh Lord as you you bring, speak your word hallelujah Lord I come as your vessel yielded and surrendered unto you Lord move me out of the way Lord, that you can have your way in this place, Lord, and speak to those that are watching on the live stream, God. And, Lord, each one that will even see the the video afterward, God, that your spirit would reach out and touch somebody, change somebody, challenge somebody. Lord, encourage them, Lord, to to draw closer to you. Father, we give you glory and honor right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God is a good God. You can be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. I thank him that I'm here. How about you? I'm glad about it, amen, because I know that it's not because of me, but it's all because of him, amen. And because of that, we continue to press on. We continue to believe God in the midst of all the things that come and go in life, amen. He is the one constant that we should be able to trust and to depend upon. So I want to say greetings and Happy New Year's, amen, to LFCC and all our online viewers. Amen. We thank God for each and every one of you. Spread the word. Amen. Challenge somebody. Just make up in your mind, you're going to challenge somebody this year. Amen. Spiritually. Let God speak through you with boldness. Amen. And with conviction that we can be the light and be the salt that he wants us to be. You know, I I was riding the other day in the car and I, and I just start getting excited about being in 2021. I, I don't, I don't know what God gonna do, amen, but I know that, you know, I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And, and, and you know, he was stirring something and so I, I, am walking with, in an expectation that God gonna do something great in us this year. He's gonna do something great in my life. How about yours? Amen. And I'm looking for it and I, I'm willing to do what it takes, amen, to allow God to have his way You know, because, you know, a lot of people didn't live to see this day. They didn't live to see 2021. And it all wasn't just because of COVID either. All right. So so we can't just say it was a bad year because of COVID. No, there's always things that's going to come and go. And, And as we believe God, amen, it's only by his grace that we continue to stand. And he allows us to be here because guess what? We're here because he's not through with you. He's not done with me, amen. He's still got more for us to do, amen, and he wants to bring us up higher. Even as Pastor Lynn was speaking, you know, she was talking about carrying that plate, amen. You got the strength to handle it. He didn't put more on you than you're able to bear yet. You're still carrying, isn't that right? Amen. And every now and then he takes something off your plate, isn't that right? And even when the enemy puts something on your plate, you still handle it. Even when you put something on that plate. You know, I got too much on my plate. Well, how much of it did did you put on there? All right. So we got to ask ourselves, amen, these questions. But, you know, this year is going to bring forth, amen, and we got to be ready. Amen. For whatever comes, amen, whether it's blessings or struggles, whether it's sickness, amen, or healing. We got to be ready for the things that are coming because why? In God, it's all going to be all right. If we just keep on trusting him, you know. So I, I thank God this morning, I want to introduce our new theme for the year 2020. Amen. And someone said, say, well, I uh, just don't know. I've heard all kinds of themes from, from from you know, over the years. You know, and themes as we went into 2020, which didn't match what happened in 2020. <laughs> Amen. So we want to make the theme, I mean, something that the Lord, the Holy Spirit has spoken to my spirit and as I was meditating on it over these last few weeks and, and just, I just listened to conversations and watching and so many things that brought confirmation to what God is saying, amen, from places far beyond myself, but he brought confirmation, amen, in those places, amen, and the theme is, is this, stand in truth. You got to be ready to stand in truth. Amen. We're going to talk about this because it, you know it's, it's, it's a twofold message. And notice I didn't say stand on truth, but it's standing in the truth. See, a lot of times we standing on something, amen, that we are quick to step off of, amen. But you know when you when you get into something, you in it. You know, and we're going going to see the difference as we begin to look at this. But, you know, I I like, I want to be engulfed in the truth. I want to be, you know, when you you look at the the moniker up there, it says stand in truth. And that in is in a box, you know, and the man behind, he's standing in the truth. You see, when you get in the truth, it's hard to shake you. I say when you get in the truth, it's hard to shake you let see, when we're just standing on something, we can, we can jump from thing to thing, this to that, amen, but it's going to take something to get you out of the truth when you're in it, amen, and we got to know what it means, amen, even to stand, amen, to really come to that face, amen, that place uh, when we're standing face to face to unrighteousness, amen, what's going to come out of us, amen, how, how are we going to respond, so as we look at this, amen, this is something that I, I believe if we grab hold of it, it can build up the body of believers to help us to be able to take something when the wind blows and the and the struggles come. Amen. We're not so 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 easily moved by every wind, amen, that comes into our lives because we're we're immersed, we're standing in it. Amen. And, and never before has there been a time that the church needs to really stand. There's things that are coming, amen. And if we don't you know, be ready to stand in the struggle and stand in the challenge and stand against the temptation. We're going to be taken out. You know, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to be trying to sound political, but the thing is, you know, in all of this, that yet if the results of this election are certified this week as they, as they stand, amen, and it goes to the left, and then if the, these two runoff elections go to the left, this nation is going to change. And not only is it going to change, but we're going to see an onslaught from the left wing that is determined to come against our religious liberties, against our faith, against our freedom. Because there's an agenda, amen, and I'm not just talking off the top of my head, there's an agenda, amen, to cancel this thing out. And that's a part of what the adversary wants to do. We've seen and we know our nation over the years have gotten further and further and further away from God. And when you really take time to study the history and study the agenda of the left wing, religious liberty is is not included. It's to come against that. So we got to make up in our minds, amen, what it is that we're standing in. Where we're standing, amen, because aside from all that, amen, we, we, we know that we... The people of God need to give our ear to what the Lord is saying. Because He's calling for a people, Amen, that's ready to be radical in their faith. Amen. A people that are ready to make a stand, Amen, when it when it's not popular. To stand in this, in something, in a place, amen, when it goes against the society, it, it don't want to be heard, amen, but yet we will understand. He's calling for a church and people that are ready to be as radical, if not more, than the twelve disciples. Amen. Who, who when they went into a shitty city, they it said it, they shook the place. Even when they was in jail, the the prison was shaken because they stood, no matter what their circumstances were, they stood in the faith that they believed in. They didn't change because of personal threat or or things coming against them. But all the more, they pressed in the more. I I can't help but think about how Paul, when he was was taken out and, and stoned and left for dead, but what did he do? He got back and went back in the city. Because he was still standing and he continued to preach the word of God. And see, we have a responsibility as the people of God to represent him in a way that he should be represented. Because the bottom line is, you know, we got to ask ourselves, what am I standing for? Because we all stand for something, believe it or not. Everybody's standing for something, whether you realize it or not. Maybe you're just standing on the, standing on the fact or standing in the fact that I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And can't nobody tell me anything different. That's your stand. Even when that stand goes against the word of God. You're going to make your stand. I've seen people make a stand against the word because that's the stand they want to make. That's where they want to be right now in their life. Amen. And you know what? That's a dangerous place to be. It really is. Because if you're going to stand in something, you better make sure it's stable. Amen. And you know, oftentimes we, we, we jump from pillar to post. We can be easily moved because of life situations and circumstances. Amen. But how many of us are ready to stand against the circumstances? You know, when I, when I hear that word, circumstances, circumstances make the same. But when you break the word down, it means the circumvent or to be circled around things that are taking a stance against you. That's what circumstances mean. It's all around me and it's coming against me. You know, sometimes it's good circumstances, but mostly we talk about the bad ones. And do we make a stand against those things? Do we allow them to override us? So what are you standing in? Amen. What what is the place, amen, that you've decided, amen, that you're going to stay there no matter what happens? Amen, see, we got to get to a place here because there's, there are different things that we, we, we find ourselves in. Man, we, we can stand in fear or we can stand in, in doubt or we can stand in, in confusion and not know what's going on around us. Amen, we can stand in pride and self-assurance that I know who I am and can't nobody shake, shake me no matter what. It's all about you. But standing in the word of God is something different. And this last one I want to, you know, because there's so many things that we can stand on. We can even stand in faith. Amen. But guess what? Faith is not always enough. I know that might, you know, challenge some of our thinking. Amen. Because, you know, we're told so much about faith. But, but faith isn't always isn't enough. Sometimes things come to shake our faith sometimes we're standing on something in faith and it fails it doesn't come out it doesn't turn out the way we thought it was but we were standing in faith believing what do we do then we got to know that we're standing in the truth when faith fails when we were believing for when that fails we still have to stand in truth we still have to know that beyond that because faith is really designed to get us to truth. Oh, we going to see. And that's why this is so important to understand, amen. We still need to be standing no matter what comes against us. Trouble's going to come. You know, and I, I think, you know, most of us, you know, we understand, amen, that, yeah, we can stand in faith and we can stand in doubt, amen, and all those other things, amen. But when it comes down to it, amen, we have to know what is truth. I'm saying stand in truth, but what is truth? You know, I think about, you know, we look at the fact that I'm saying don't stand on it, but stand in it. Right? right. Well, let, let, me, let me bring it a little closer so we understand it. We've, most of us have probably heard, or maybe some of us have even said, I love him or her. Because we treat God like our ex sometimes. And we'll say, I love him or her, but I'm what? I'm not in love with them anymore. See, people say, "I, I, I love her. That's the mother of my child. I love him because he's a good man and this, that. I, you know, we, we, we do that with our ex-wives, our ex-husbands, our ex-boyfriends, our girlfriends. I, I love them, but I'm not in love with them no more. And see, we do the same thing to the Lord, our God. See, when we first come to him, we fall in love with Jesus. And we're ready to do anything, amen, to, to show our love and to, to please him, amen. And we don't want to do anything that would that would separate us from him. We, we're willing to sacrifice this and that, you know, kind of like we did with our ex. We made sacrifices to show them how much we love them. And, and we went through things and we endured and we put up with things to show them how much we love them. But after a while, I said, after a while, we we find ourselves falling out of love with them because it requires so much. And the grass looks greener on the other side. This ain't exciting no more. They don't make me happy no more. This is too much work. And we do the same thing with God This ain't exciting no more. It's hard to live safe. He asks too much and I, I can't go and do this and do that and go where I want to go and be who I want to be. So we love God. But we find ourselves falling out of love. Now can't no one tell us we don't love him. But our lifestyle our actions, our choices and our decisions begin to show that we are not in love with him. I'm not in love with him no more, but I love God. But I'm going to do my own thing. He can't stop me from going here. He can't stop me from going there. He can't, I love him. I love his word. But I'm not in love with him like I used to be. He's a good God. I'll sing. I'll clap, I'll go to church because he's a good God. And if I call on him, he's a good God. He'll show. But I'm just not so infatuated with him anymore. I'm not willing to make the sacrifices that I used to make anymore because I'm not in love anymore. I think it's time for some folks to start falling back in love with God. In other words, we need to start standing in the truth because he is that and we're going to see that. See, so we, we allow these things to come in that, that separate us and the Bible says our sin has separated us and sometimes when people make a decision and we go on and, and, and do that thing that we know is not pleasing to, you know, our, our lover God but yet we just want to be I said, I want to do what? Y'all know it. I want to do me right now. I'll get back with you later, but right now, I want to do me. I, I, I know you'll be there when I come back, but I, I want to have a little fun. I want to I wanna spread my wings. I want to sow some wild oats. I'll be back. But let me just, Work this thing out in me first. Oh, I don't know if I'm talking to anybody this morning, amen, but we're talking about standing in truth, amen. And when we decide to step out of Christ, we stepped out of the truth. And we begin to believe a lie, and the world is full of lies. It's full of deceptions. It's full of attractions, amen, that's calling the name of God's people. we got to make up our minds. Am I going to give ear to that call or am I going to turn a deaf ear to what the world is saying and to what the adversary is trying to do and the things he's trying to destroy? Am I going to lift these things up before the Lord and stand on his word? Or am I going to fall out of love with him? You know, I used to love, I used to be in church every time the doors open. I, I'd be there early and I, I want to see how much I can do. I can be on the worship team and I can be a usher and I can help the, the, the media team. I, what, 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 where you need me, pastor? What, what, what can I do to help? But after a while, I got too much on my plate. I Took some of this other stuff off my plate, amen, so I got room for what I want to Put on my, see, she messed me up when she put that out there. You know, thank you, fellas. See, and Pastor Linda. You know, we we, got to understand some things that's on your plate ain't always going to be dessert. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you got to eat that sauerkraut. Sometimes you got to deal with them vegetables. Sometimes you got to deal with them things that, you know. You just don't have because that's what's gonna bring some nourishment to you. And sometimes we're walking, we're walking in Christ. Amen. We're malnourished because we we have nothing but a diet of fun and excitement and happiness and joy and all these things outside of God. I'm not talking about the joy of the Lord. And we 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 put nothing but junk food in our lives. And we ain't got nothing wholesome going on. Let me get back to my notes here. Amen, but see, if we're in love with somebody, we don't cheat on them. <laughs> Hello? I said, if we're in love with somebody, amen, we, 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 we don't betray them. Amen, if we're really in love with them, amen, you know, they, 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 they are part of our every thought, our every decision. We consider them, amen, so I'm talking about really being in love with him because that's what it means to be in the truth amen it is to be in love with him you know we we want to remain affectionate and we want to be remain trustworthy to that person so so we consider everything that we do and who we do it with so let's be real amen we've all faced times amen when our faith has failed when we've come short you know, and, and the Lord is, the Bible says his his arm is not short that he cannot say. You know, in other words, no matter what, he still wants you to come on back. I say he still wants you to come on back. He still wants you to, to, to fall back in love with him again. You know, sometimes we, 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 we get to that place and our faith fails and and we're struggling and, and we find ourselves weak, you know, and, and we may, you know, been left standing on the side of the road wondering, what happened? Amen. What happened to me? What happened in my relationship with God? What happened? Amen. amen. And, and I want to show you an example, amen, of how our faith can fall short and what happens when, the, when this takes place. Let's go to Mark, the ninth chapter. Amen. I got a lot of ground to cover, so I got to move on. Amen. Starting at the 14th verse, amen, we see here, said, and he said, And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them. And the scribes questioning with them, and straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And he asked his, describes, what question ye with them? Why are you questioning my disciples, in other words? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. Oh, I could preach that right there, and, and whenever wherever he, whenever he takes him when I mean, he taketh him, he teareth him and he foameth and gnashes with his teeth and, and, and pineth, or pineth away, and I spake to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not now, my son is possessed, and this spirit just has its way, but your disciples. Who you said two by two all that I mean I I brought him and they couldn't cast him out and he answered him talking about Jesus he answered him and said oh faithless generation how long shall I be with you how long shall I suffer you bring him unto me and they brought him unto him and when he saw him straightway the spirit teareth him and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming and He asked his father, how long is it, I mean, how long is it ago since this came upon him? And he said, of a child. And oftentimes it hath cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. Look at that. Just like the enemy's trying to destroy us. If he can have his way. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion. Notice what he said. If you can do anything. So he's a little wavering right there. Even him, amen, knowing he's talking to the Messiah. But he said, if thou canst do anything, help us. And Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe. Don't talk about what if I can do. It's what if you can do. Now, ain't no problem what I can do, but if you can believe. That's the question. Remember last week we were getting rid of the question mark? Amen. He said, ask the question, thou canst believe, and straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. How many of us in times in our lives knew we were dealing with some unbelief? Amen. Getting in a little shape. Now, you believe in God, but there's some places where the unbelief has a way of creeping in. And we, we haven't got a good, strong grip in that area yet. I don't have belief in this particular situation or circumstance or person right now. But the Lord, I believe. I believe, but help my unbelief. See so, so sometimes, yeah, we got to acknowledge that, yeah, we believe in God, but that sometimes we find ourselves in those places, amen, where our belief is a little shaky. Yeah, yeah. Situations and expectations where it's a little shaky. But he said, I love, he said, he, he was ready to be open. Help me where my belief falls short. Help us, Lord. And when Jesus saw that the people the people came running together. He rebuked the foul spirit and said unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. In other words, he got to go and you can't come back no matter what. I like that. I mean, get off. Amen. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. I mean, the spirit came out, he' just laying there, right? What happened? Did he kill him? No. Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was come in the house, his disciples asked him privately, "Why could not we cast him out? Why couldn't we do it? Now I want you to just take note of Jesus' answer, Amen, in this case. And he said unto them, this kind, this kind, this kind of situation, this kind of circumstance, a man can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. In other words, you got to get in me. You got to get in prayer. You got to get in some fasting, some sacrificing. This is this is what he's talking about. Y'all believe, but when you, with the area where you have some unbelief, you got to dig in. You got to get in me, amen. You got to do some fasting. You got to do some praying, amen. You got to up your game, in other words, in this area. If you want this area, amen, to be strong in your relationship, in your body, on your job, in your finances, you got to up your game spiritually. You got to make up in your mind, I'm going to get in Christ even in this. Because right now, I'm not believing it. Right now, my faith ain't producing nothing. So, it's a hard place in my life. It's a challenge in my life. So, I'm not really praying. I'm not really fasting for understanding. I'm not praying and fasting for direction. You know, other places, I'm, I'm good. But over here, right here, he said, by nothing but fast. In other words, by nothing but getting Steeped in the word, in me. See, that's what he's talking about here, man. We got to get to that place, praying and fasting, amen, are, are ways for us to really get in Christ in those difficult places in our lives, in those challenges in our lives. Amen. we can't just curtly push them to the side and say, oh, well, God. No, he wants us to take it on. And to be ready to stand strong, Amen. This is this is why, Amen. When when our faith fails, Amen. That's why we got to get into truth because when faith fails, truth prevails. Truth is strong. Truth, Amen. See, see, we, we, when we really start dealing with truth, everything else has to step aside. And, and when we get to a place to understand that, Amen. So, oh goodness. He's calling on us, amen. He's really calling on the church body to really get to a place where we're ready to stand radically in that place. To lift up our voices and not be ashamed, amen. To know, amen, who it is and what it is that we serve. Who it is that we represent and what it is that we represent the kingdom of God, amen. So let's let's, let's dig a little bit deeper here. Mm. I want us to get this so once again you know I like to take words and, and and turn them into an acronym so that we can remember them a little bit better so that first word stand amen it's important because in spite of our circumstances, amen, those things that's taking a stance against us, amen, when we stand, amen, to stand means that, that we become convicted in the truth, amen. We're convinced that nothing is going to override the truth that we live in and that we believe in, amen, because the truth is the word of God. The truth, amen, is, is simply put, it's, it's to say this, the acronym is to say, stay true and never doubt. That's what it means to stand. To stay true and never doubt. In other words, you don't don't have room to let doubt come in. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, when you take a real stand, you're going to stay right there. You're going to stay true to what the word of God says no matter what is going on around you. And you will never doubt the word of God, no matter what is going on around you. See, a lot of times we step off of the word of God because we're only standing on it because we haven't got in it. We step off the word of God and say, well, I, I just can't. And y'all heard what I said last week when we say we can't. we're really saying is I won't. Because when we get in the word, it says I can do all things through Christ, but you got to be in him in order to be able to do that. I can do all things through Christ. So so we need to stand on the word, stand in the word so that we can do whatever it is that is necessary for us to bring glory to God and to honor his word. To show him that, Lord, yep, I'm still in love with you. I'm still in love with you. Amen. look what it says in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. He said, watch ye, stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong. He said, watch, stand fast, huh? in the faith. Not just on the faith, but you got to get in this thing. You got to get immersed in this thing. Amen. But he, when he said, quit you like men. In other words, he said, be strong. Don't, don't, don't be shaky. Don't, don't act weak. Because remember, in your weakness, he is strong when we're in him. See, so we stand, amen, not in our own strength, but in the strength of God. In Second Corinthians one twenty-four, not for that we have dominion over our faith, but we are helpers of your joy, for faith by faith we stand. Mm. See what he's saying? It's not that we, we come to have dominion over you Amen. But you got to get in this thing because it's by faith that you're able to stand. See, because why? As you're operating in your faith, your faith is going to take you to truth. Now, I'm going to point that out real clear here in a little bit. Amen. Because there, there is a process that we go through as believers. Amen. And, and he wants to get us to a place you know, just answer in, in your mind, or which, which one is better to believe God is real or to know God is real? Right. Believing God is real is good. Huh? But see, when you get in there you're going to know that he's real. In other words, nothing's going to shake that knowledge. That I, I, I remember when, when When I first got saved years and years ago, years and years ago, it has been a few years, but when I first got saved, amen, and seeking the Holy Spirit, amen, I believed that it was available, but, you know, it took me a while to really open my heart, my mind, and my faith up to really receive the Holy Spirit to the the fullness of of speaking in tongues and letting the Spirit of God have His way in me. But when that happened, when the Holy Spirit came on board and I heard this, this angelic voice coming out of me, yes, amen, this, this, spiritual, this spiritual language coming out, I, I, I went from believing in the Holy Spirit to what? Knowing. Amen, that he's real and knowing that it's true and knowing that it's for everybody, if, especially if he gave it to me. But we understand we, we go from believing a thing to knowing a thing. That's like believing fire is hot until you stick your hand in there. You know it's hot. See, so and that's what he wants to get us to that place. Amen. In Galatians 5 and 1, he says, stand fast. Therefore, in in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. You got to stand in where the place that God has set you free, because if you don't stand, you will fall. If you don't stand in the truth, you'll fall for everything else. I'm going to tell you that right now. And you think you're getting ahead, but you're, no, no, you're not getting ahead. You're losing ground, amen. The minute you step out of Christ and into you and what you want to do, you're losing ground. And he's calling us, amen, to, to get to a place, amen, to where we won't be shaken. We can't be moved. we like that tree, as the Bible says in, in, in the Psalms, planted by the rivers of water. Planted. Standing ain't, ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to give up. In Ephesians eleven, 6, mean six, eleven, it says this, put on the whole armor of God <laughs> that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Wow. See, because what's he letting us know? Trouble gonna come. The enemy's gonna come against you. He gonna fire them darts against you. But if you put on the whole armor of God, You'll be able to stand. He said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, wherefore, I mean, in other words, he said, for this reason, amen, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. In other words, whatever he brings, you can withstand it. You can overcome it. You can bear up against it. Amen. If that, that's what he means to say withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore. Now when he says having done all, he said stand therefore. What is he saying? Done all is what we really can dig in, but I don't have time today. He said having your loins girt about with truth. Amen. First place you got to be if you're going to stand is in the truth. Amen. Having on. Your loins girt you about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. Notice, not your righteousness, but the righteousness of Christ. We need to walk into. Amen. Philippians 4.1 says this. Therefore, my brethren, dear beloved, and long for my joy and crown. Wow. He said, my joy and crown. God takes joy in us when we're doing it his way. Because he created us to be the crown of his creation. And we need to understand, it. he said, my joy and my crown. So stand fast in the Lord, in the Lord, in the Lord. See, we got to be in this thing. He said, stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. Get in it. Stand in the Lord. Mm. He's talking about that Standing. 1 Thessalonians 3, because I want to get to the truth here. Amen. Thessalonians 3 and 8 says, for now we live if ye what? Stand fast in the Lord. That's our life. That's our living. That's our strength. That's our deliverance is standing in him. And 2 Thessalonians 2.15 says, therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold to the traditions which ye have been taught whether by word or epistle. Other words, whether it's been spoken to you or where you read it in his word, amen. He said, stand in that thing, amen. So so we got got the standing. We can't be shaky. We got to get stand in the truth. We got to stand solid in the truth, amen. So the next word, I mean, like I said, this is twofold. We stand, now we got to look at the truth, amen. And the acronym for that one, amen, as we look at it, because when we, truth is something that never changes. You ever notice when they, when they take people in to question them about a crime or, you know, uh, you know what happened? they talk to the witnesses and, and they, they, they record it and they always ask them the same questions over and over again. Why do they do that? You got it recorded. You heard me the first time. But see, they'll, they'll give you a break, they'll come back another day or two later, and they'll go, go down that same line and see if your truth has changed. Because they begin to see, okay. See, because when you tell a lie, you got to remember that lie. And you got to be able to tell a lie the same way you told it before. And you can't leave and make omissions, amen, because what happens is it reveals that it's a lie. And then the, the, when you tell a lie, you got to have another lie to support that lie. And then you get, try to get other people to help, you know, be your alibi, your alibi. amen. So they come in an alliance with you to support your lie. But the truth doesn't change. They can ask you a 100,000 times and it's going to be the same because that's what actually took place. So he, he said, you know, that, that we got to, get into the truth, amen, and that's kind of sounding kind of like Jesus, he never changes. He's always the same because he's the truth. I'm going to show you that. Amen. He said, it, it, it never wavers. Truth, amen, it never gives in to that which is false or a lie because truth is going to stand regardless of what comes against it. So if we're standing in that kind of truth, we shouldn't have to worry about anything. Amen. So we look at the acronym, amen, that the Holy Spirit gave me for that one. It's trust righteous understanding through Him. See, truth is trusting for righteous understanding through Him. And the Him, obviously, is Christ. It's not worldly understanding. It's not understanding based on our feelings, but it's a righteous understanding if we would just trust Him, trust Him in the truth. John 18, 33, it says, You know, because it was a a conversation that Jesus had just prior to his being crucified, when the Jews took him, Amen. Because they they had they had taken him in the garden, Amen. And they had their little kangaroo court in the middle of the night, Amen. And they decided, No, we can't sentence him to death, so we're going to take him to Pilate, the Roman leader, Amen. The governor here, so that he can be the one to sentence him to death, because the Romans wouldn't let them do that. So he went to Pilate and they made their case. Then Pilate took him aside, amen, in the inner inner hall. And it says this, Then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called Christ and said unto him, Art thou the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Sayest thou this thing of thyself or did others tell it thee of me? Did they tell you this or this is something that you're saying on your own? And Pilate answered him, am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priest have delivered thee unto me. What hast thou done? And Jesus answered, my kingdom. But look what he's saying. We really need to get this because we're in his kingdom, right? So he says, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight? that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. In other words, he's letting them know. See, because that was one of the problems. He was saying, well, we have no king but Caesar, and he determines that he's a king. Notice Jesus ain't backing down. He says, I got a kingdom, but it ain't of this world. It ain't this craziness that's going on. Hey, Amen, it's not, it's not the kingdom that all y'all living in. See, so we got to make up our mind. We need to live in the kingdom of God. Understand that we are his subjects. And Pilate therefore saith unto him, art thou a king then? And Jesus answered, thou sayest that I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world that I I should bear witness, uh uh-oh, unto what? The truth. I came here so I could bear witness to the truth because all this other stuff is false. All this other stuff that's going on. He said, everyone that is of truth heareth my voice. Uh Uh-oh. There again, there's something about being in the truth. If you're not in the truth, you're not going to hear his voice very clearly. So we got to get in that place, amen. And Pilate said unto him, what is truth? That's a very profound question. I don't even think Pilate understood what he was asking Jesus. Because he said, I came here to bear witness of the truth, amen, and those that hear my voice, amen, or of the truth hear my voice. And Pilate said, then what is truth? Kind of reminds me of something else, amen. But he's letting him you know that I need to know this truth. I don't understand this truth that you're talking about. And Pilate said unto him, what is truth? Then he said, and when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and saith unto them, I find no fault at all. Pilate had the power right then to release Jesus without doing another thing. He could have went out to the Romans and the Jews out there and said I find no fault in this man, release him. And they would have had to release him. But see that wasn't the plan. This other part, amen, I got to get to here. Amen. He said I find no in him, he said I find no fault. But ye have a custom. Now we're getting into the flesh. He said, ye have a custom that I should release unto you one at the Passover. Because Passover was just about to begin. Amen. Just a few days from then. That I should release unto you one at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I release unto you the king of the Jews? Then cried they all again saying, not this man, but Barabbas. In other words, we don't want the truth. We want Barabbas. Barabbas was a liar. He was an insurrector. Amen. He had been arrested over and over again. Man, he was, he was a career criminal. Stirring stuff up, stirring up trouble, amen. But yet, they would rather have that. They would rather have Barabbas because they were determined to get rid of the truth because the truth was bringing conviction to them. The truth was taking away their their power and their authority to do what they wanted to do. The truth was making them uncomfortable. The scribes and the Pharisees had become comfortable in running things the way they felt like running things and making it the way they wanted it to be. Amen. But when Jesus showed up, amen, he was the truth. Amen. And the truth that he spoke was messing up their game. That's why, you know, when people, you know, you say, would you rather have Christ? or you want, I just want to do my own thing because that Christ stuff, it messes me up. It just doesn't allow me to do what I want to do. He said, amen. But we got to understand, Jesus was talking about, he came to bear witness of himself. Look at John 1, 1 through 5. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God And the Word was God. So even when we get in the Word, where are we at? We in Christ. Wow, we in Jesus. We in God. Amen. The same was in the beginning with God. All things that were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Look what He says In Him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehendeth it not. In other words, just like Jesus, I mean, just like Pilate didn't understand it. Didn't understand what he was talking about, truth. Until people get really start believing and getting in Christ, they're not going to understand it either. This thing just don't make no sense to people. Amen. To really, really live your life in truth. To really make a stand in truth. Amen. When you don't have to do all that. You can just cave in and go with the, the status quo. You can just cave in and everything's going to be all right. No, it's not. We need to learn how to stand. Then we drop down to the 14th verse. He said, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hmm. Remember how I talked about John last week? Amen. How how he was, you know, quick to begin to question when things got personal. When it started coming against him, amen. Look at it. And and John, again, John 1, 15 to 17. John bare record of him and cried saying, this was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is preferred before me and he was before me and of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace and look the last thing he said which I didn't touch on last week because that wasn't for then for the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ see when Christ came the truth showed up I mean, the law was proving to them that they couldn't live a righteous life because they would always fail. They would always come short. That's why we need God. That's why we need him. That's why we need the truth. Amen. So He said, grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. So, So we need to know where we're standing in him. Oh, my goodness. Help us, Lord. I'm almost done here. But I want us to know, amen, when we make a stand, We got to know what we're standing in. We got to make our minds up to stand in the truth, the truth of God. Look at John 14th chapter, one of my favorite passages in scripture. Amen. And he makes this real clear. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house. He said, if you believe in God, believe also in me. Amen. I'm still he's still talking about that in see sometimes we read over words and we don't see the fullness of the gravity of what he's saying. He said, Believe also in me, in my father's house, are what? Amen. Many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself. That where I am there ye may be also. And whether I go ye know. And the way ye know. It's not like he's talking a little double talk. He said I'm going. Amen. I'm a prepared place. And I'm a comeback. So you can be where I am. That's what he's saying. He's making a way for us. But then he said. Where I go. whether I go ye know. And the way ye know. Now Thomas. The one that we touched on a little bit last week, amen, we called him Doubting Thomas. And so Thomas had a, a question right there when Jesus was speaking. He said, he said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, how can we know the way? See, he misunderstood what Jesus was saying to him, right? Because he said, whether I go ye know, and ye know the way. But they didn't understand that, and he broke it down to him. He said, Jesus said unto him, I am the way. I am the way. See, there's no other way except through Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way. And if we're not in Him, we can't find a way on our own. He said, So He said, I am the way, the truth. He said, He's letting them know. Now He's helping us to understand what is the truth. I am the truth. So if I say standing in truth, what we're really saying is standing in Christ. Because he is the way, amen. And he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. In other words, if we're not following his way, standing in his truth, we won't have eternal life. We won't have life at all, really. We're just going to exist until the time is over. So we got to get to that place that we're standing in the truth. No matter what's going on. He said, no man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Wow. I think about that one. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You can't even get to the Father until you get in me, Till you trust me, until you stand in, in, in my words, because I am the word, and the word is me. Because we just read, he said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So he wants us to get in that place. If he had known me, you should have known my father also. Now this is where he really drops a a huge nugget on not just Thomas, but the church. Because he said, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. For from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. And you couple that with the passage where he said, I and my father are one. He you said, you're looking for the father. He's right here in me. He said, I'm in the father and the father's in me. So if you know me, you know the father. You say, so you got to get in me because you can't get in me. If you, can't, you can't get there without, without Christ. You can't get there without standing in him and being in him no matter what the situations and circumstances of life may bring. We got to stand in the truth. There's trouble coming in this land. There's trouble coming to the church. There's trouble coming to our profession as Christians. And if we're not ready to stand in the truth, amen, we're going to fall out. We're going to fall by the wayside. We're going to give up because of the trouble, the challenges that are coming because of the state of not just our nation, but the world. The scriptures themselves tell us, amen, that these end times, these troubles are going to come. So let's not just figure out, well, maybe things will get better. Stop fooling yourself. They're going to continue to decline, amen. And it's now time for us to get in the truth, stand in the truth, and not be shaken. Although all these things, amen, are going to happen around us. I thank God for the example of the disciples, amen. How after Christ left and they really got it, they went to Jerusalem, were filled with the Holy Spirit. Now he's in them and they're in him, amen. And they stood no matter what death, because they refused to be shaken. Is that the kind of Christian we are? Are we ready to go to that extreme? Are we looking for all the, the blessings of the Lord but not stand in him when trouble comes. You know, we like passages that say don't forget the benefits but some of the things that come with it we may not consider beneficial. Not now. But they are beneficial down the road because they've built us up and they've made us strong. They've helped us to be able to stand. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that you know, first I want to read John 6. Now, to make it clear, in the New King James, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. In other words, you can't get there without going through Christ. You can't get there without getting in him. You got to get there, amen, and make that stand. So as we we, we say this year, amen, above all everything else above all the things that may or may not come, may or may not happen amen, standing on the fact that you know what, I'm standing in truth amen, when January, February, March I'm standing in truth, April, May June, I'm still standing in truth July, August and September I'm standing in the truth all the way through to December I'm standing in the truth and from henceforth and evermore, once you begin to stand in the truth, you'll never really want to go back When you stand in those places that he wants us to stand. 1 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, because he's the truth. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. It says it like this in the Amplified, amen. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creation altogether. The old, previous, moral, spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the flesh, I mean the fresh and new has come. When we get in, really get in Christ, everything changes. Amen. We're not the same anymore. We're not responding and dealing with things the same way we used to. Because why? We're in Christ fully and completely engrafted. I like that word. That means fully connected in Him. He's divine. We are just a branch. And we've been put back into place where we can become strong. We can draw strength from Him. Mm. Ephesians 4 21, it says, If so be that ye have heard Him and have been taught by Him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Wow. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. In other words, it brings about a change of mind, of thought. We, we, we release all that other stuff, amen, and we begin to, to see the reality of the gospel. It becomes stirred up on the inside of us, amen, of who he is and who we are in him. Hmm. See, that's why I say our faith, amen, when we put our faith in in him our faith is designed to bring us to a full understanding of the truth amen so we can be in him we know that he's real we know that it's true we know that he's able going back to amen the old patriarch we know why we're not wavering we're not doubting anymore Hmm. I'm going to close with this last passage Amen. It's truly, I want us to understand. In, in John 8, 31 and 32 it says, "Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on Him, If ye continue in My Word, then ye are My disciples indeed. See, continue in the Word, you are My disciples indeed. In other words, you are being taught and learning and following. Amen. My doctrine." my disciplines, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Free from all the stuff. Free from all the worldly expectations and worries and struggles and bondages and all free from all those things because once we understand the wholeness of Scripture, we can be free of the worries and expectations of this world. We can be in a place, Amen, where, where we've completely abolished and let it go, and amplified. He says it like this: So Jesus said to them, to those Jews who had believed in Him, if ye abide in My Word, hold fast to My teachings, and live in accordance with them. That's right. you that talking about being in, Amen. Live in accordance with them. Ye are truly My disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth. We'll set you free. Stand up on our feet. We're going to get ready to close out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. John seventeen seventeen says, Sanctify them through thy word. Thy word is truth. We need to know what it is to stand in the truth. Sometimes it's not just the lies and the deceptions that are coming against us. Sometimes it's those things that are coming from within us that we need to be able to stand against and and, and check it against the truth. Does it line up? What, What I'm standing on, remember I said we all got some conviction, some personal stand. What I'm standing on, what I'm I'm standing in, does it line up with the word of God? Does it line up with the truth of his word? My choices, my decisions, my desires, my wants, does it line up with the truth? Because the only way out of here and to be able to spend eternity with Christ The only way to really represent him in the world as his as his ambassadors, Amen. As the light and the salt, the only way to really do that is to be able to stand in the truth, no matter what the onslaught of the news or anything else has to bring into our lives. Standing in truth, we can ask ourselves every day: Am I standing in truth? When we get ready to respond to a circumstance or a situation. Is this in truth? Does it line up with the truth? See, if we start living like that, everything changes. Because we realize that my life is no more my own. I'm bought with a price. I'm not of this world because why? I'm in God's kingdom. And he said his kingdom is not of this world. And if I'm in his kingdom, then therefore I'm not of this world. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world. So I don't have to respond to and like the world does. I respond based on the truth that's in me let's bow our heads Father in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you for your word is truth and Christ is the word help us Lord to to have a mind made up that as we we press forward God into even this new year Lord in which we don't know what's to come but we know whose hand it's in so we trust you, God, and we, we ask you, Lord, to help us to stand in the truth in every circumstance, in every situation, God, in every challenge or even in every opportunity, Lord, that comes our way. Lord, help us to find ourselves standing in the truth, God, not shaking, not wavering, not doubting. Hallelujah. The truth is, God, that you're able to, your truth overrides the facts that might be in our face. Your truth is greater, amen, than than the failing faith that we might find ourselves struggling with, God. Help us to, to make a transition, Lord, that we operate from the truth. Because that makes it simple. Your word says, therefore I do. It goes against your word, therefore I don't. So help us, Lord, to stand in the truth of your word. Help us to, to, to be the representatives, God, that you, you've called us and saved us to be. Help us not to stop wavering, to stop vacillating, to stop being moved so easily and quickly by our emotions and our feelings, God, that, that pull us out of truth, that pull us out of your will, that pull us out of your ways. You say you are the way, the truth, and the life, God. We want to follow the way, but we want to operate in the truth that we might have the life that you want us to have. Not just now, God, but even into eternity. So we pray, God, help us to stand. Help us to stop making excuses. To stop justifying and and, and rationalizing. Lord, stop comparing and saying, here am I. Help me, Father. Help my unbelief. Help me in those areas, God, where I fall short. Let me not assign it to somebody else. Let me not blame it on somebody else, God. It's not, it's not the church members. It's not the pastor, God. It's not, it's, it's not the musicians, Lord. It's, it's not the, the worship leaders. It's me standing before you. It's not my wife or, or my husband or how my kids are acting or, Lord, the, the hypocrisy I see in this one or that one. Lord, it's me. It's me standing in the need of your prayer, God. Help me to believe you, God, and help me not to, to judge your other servants, God. But help me to stand in the place that you want me to stand. That I might be able to overcome the, not just the wiles of the enemy, God, but even the propensities of my flesh my own flesh, my own struggles my own insecurities God my own weaknesses and failings help me God to move into places of truth help each one of us that you can get the glory out of our lives Lord, and we can magnify you in all that we do and all that we say And Father we pray right now if there's anyone here or anyone online that hasn't given their life to Christ that they would make that step today those in the building can come forward. Lord, and those that are online, hallelujah, they can call, they can reach out. Lord, that but that we will give our lives completely over to you, God, that we will get to a place that we can go from uh, just